Tough new quarantine rules have kicked in, but neighborhood officials are unsure about how to enforce them. As of Friday, all international travelers who choose to quarantine at home must do so alone without any of their family members in the residence. Borough wardens who help catch quarantine violations say this new rule will be hard to enforce without actually going into private homes. Even before sunup, flight after flight touches down, bringing Taiwan expats home for the holidays. Tougher border controls came into effect on Friday. Besides furnishing proof of a negative COVID test, arrivals must provide evidence of a quarantine facility booking. Those without a booking will need to sign an affidavit, guaranteeing they will be at home alone throughout the quarantine period. Violators could be fined up to 1 million NT. My home happens to meet the criteria, so for me, there is no problem. Requiring people to be at home alone means you cannot be with your family members. That makes things very difficult. Under the new quarantine rules, arrivals must spend 14 days at a quarantine hotel or centralized quarantine facility. If they can guarantee they will be entirely alone, they can also quarantine at home. Borough wardens are responsible for checking up on those in quarantine. They say they're not sure how to confirm quarantiners are home alone. How can we verify that? It's not like we can go into people's homes to check. All we can do is call them. Hey, Mr. Chang, how are you? Are you at home? Whatever you do, don't go outside. Other issues have cropped up. Up until Friday, the caregivers of those in quarantine had been free to leave their place of isolation. But now they too must stay in quarantine for 14 days. As of the 15th, the situation is like this. Those caring for people with special needs will be unable to leave the place where they are providing care. They will also come under quarantine. That is going to cause many difficulties and new burdens. With new regulations taking effect, things have gotten stricter for arrivals. Borough wardens are scrambling to adapt and develop new measures to prevent a local outbreak. The blood supply in northern Taiwan is critically low. The Taiwan Blood Services Center says it has less than a four-day supply of types A, O, and AB at its Taipei and Xinju blood banks. The National Taiwan University Hospital has announced emergency measures that prioritize severely ill patients for blood transfusions. Blood banks are asking all eligible donors to roll up their sleeves and help save lives. It's early morning on Friday, and the blood donation center is filled with people. Taking advantage of the warm winter day, donors have come out in droves. These donors could not have come too soon. National Taiwan University Hospital has issued a notice to all its departments, warning of a shortage for blood types O and A. As part of its emergency measures, severely ill patients are now prioritized for blood use. Transfusions are suspended for patients with hemoglobin levels higher than 8. Patients with levels below 8 can receive blood on a ration basis. When the weather is cold, it impacts the people's desire to donate blood. Since last December, blood supplies have been relatively low. Things were better last year. It wasn't until January that supplies began to run low. This year, the shortage is more serious. 
According to the latest nationwide data, the worst of the shortage is in greater Taipei, especially for the blood types A, O, and AB. For these types, less than four-day supply is on hand. We would first use the blood for emergency situations, like for emergency room patients. Large hospitals will implement control measures, and we will also help out as much as we can with blood supplies. We're asking the public not to panic. Chilly weather is forecast for Saturday, but the Blood Donation Center hopes donors will come out anyway. Braving the cold to give blood can help save a life. Still haven't gotten your flu shot? If you're in Taipei, it's not too late and it's easier than ever. The city's health department has launched flu clinics at 19 MRT stations. People who are eligible can simply drop in and get a jab free of charge. The city still has 30,000 doses in its publicly funded flu vaccination program. Officials have planned 67 clinic sessions and will add more as needed. All dates can be found on the Department of Health website. If you intend to travel over Lunar New Year, be sure to get your shot soon because vaccines need two weeks to take effect. TSMC shares rose to 625 NT on Friday, sending the TIEX soaring to an all-time intraday high of 16,041 points. But in a matter of minutes, the market was hit by a sharp sell-off that took trade into negative territory. The TIEX eventually closed down 0.58 percent at 15,616 points. Turnover for the session was enormous at 433 billion NT. The second highest in history. TSMC finished the day with a modest gain, but few other blue chips did. Honghai, MediaTek and UMC all closed lower, and Largan Precision plunged by more than 300 points. Transport stocks Evergreen Group, Yangming and Wanhai Lines crashed, closed, limit down. Well, we hope you've also had a chance to enjoy the balmy weather like Ye Huang the Sloth because the double-digit temperatures will come to an end this weekend. The mercury is looking to drop on Saturday as cold and damp weather returns with the arrival of a strong continental air mass. The prodigal sun returns, spreading warmth island-wide. For northern Taiwan, this reprieve from winter will be short-lived. Starting Saturday at noon, a strong continental air mass will move in and send temperatures plunging once again. Temperatures in northern Taiwan will drop starting tomorrow at noon. Central and southern regions won't feel much difference on Saturday, but by Sunday, all parts of Taiwan will be substantially colder. Lows will mainly be around 8 or 9 degrees. Of course, even lower temperatures are expected in plains areas. As the incoming air mass carries lots of moisture, it could bring sporadic showers to windward parts of the north and northeast. In the north, lows are expected to range between 9 and 11 degrees, with apparent temperatures between 4 and 6. In the east, the expected range is 11 to 13, with apparent temperature to dip as low as 10 degrees. In central and southern Taiwan, lows could reach between 9 and 13 degrees. The coldest period is expected to last from Sunday to early Monday morning, according to the CWB. And despite the chill, the chance of snowfall is slim. The water vapor brought by this cold air mass will hit the windward side at lower altitudes. There doesn't seem to be much water vapor higher up, so we predict sub-zero temperatures in high mountain regions. Conditions will be conducive to the formation of ice and frost, but the probability of snowfall in the high mountains is not so high. 
The wet weather is expected to dry next Monday, with a short spell of warmth to take hold Tuesday and Wednesday. Then on Thursday, another cold front will begin its approach. With the weather so fickle, be sure to hold on to your winter gear. Silk farming is an art that's almost extinct in Taiwan. Only a handful of silk comforter makers remain in Miaoli, producing handmade bedding of the highest quality. Demand has shot up with the recent cold weather, but factories say customers could be on a waiting list for years. Row upon row of silkworms live on this farm, producing silk thread by thread. They have 200,000 silkworms here, but they can't keep up with orders. Silk comforters are made here entirely by hand. The highly skilled work can't be rushed, and that's causing shortages. If you order one now, you might have to wait 18 months to two years because silkworms grow very slowly. Silk farmer Tu Chunming is famous for persisting with the trade for 40 years. The last silk farmer in Taiwan is as fastidious as ever about the quality of his products. Here in Miaoli's Gongguan Township, there are several other silk comforter makers. While not growing their own silkworms, their painstaking work goes on as carefully as ever. Oh. Here, a tailor shows us just how incredibly stretchy real silk is. The fibers are almost impossible to break. But how can consumers avoid the fake silk bedspreads on the market? It doesn't burn easily. Remove the flame and it goes out. And it leaves this fine powder. If it was nylon, you'd have a hard lump left behind. Handmade silk blankets are warm but breathable and rarely cause problems with allergies. But if you want to grab one, don't hold your breath. We're working overtime to get the cocoons and prepare more materials. So many of our customers may feel that the products are being dispatched more slowly. A handmade silk comforter is a real labor of love. This factory can produce 20 a day at the very most, which in the winter months won't keep up with demand.